Tension and a release in the lives of two pre-professional music therapy interns. Happy May to one and all. May, you have a lovely month. (laughs) (laughs) Today, we'll be chatting about some upcoming events, current projects we're working on, and our email inbox. And we've got a pretty special interview nestled in this podcast. Nestled, I like that. Thank you. Well, I can hardly stand the wait. Okay, Sarah, why don't you start off by telling us what's up in your life this week? Okay. Um, life is great. Life is really good this week. Um, it's only Tuesday, so anything could happen. True. Um, I am taking two personal days this week, which feels really good to celebrate my mother's 50th birthday. Aww. Yeah. Um, I have a gig coming up this week. I'm going to see Snarky Puppy this weekend. And my friend is getting married, so her bridal shower is this weekend. Wow. There's so, a lot of stuff going on. It's busy. These next couple of months are going to be busy. But great. Internship's feeling great. Life is feeling good. Good. Mm-hmm. Good. And things I'm currently working on. So Whitney and I are both doing case studies. My case study is on a seven-year-old boy on the autism spectrum. And I decided that I wanted to do this particular case study so I could talk about the comparison between a DIR floor time model, which is based on um, play with your client or with your child or student. So it's very client driven and it's based on more interpersonal relations and play things um, against the model of his classroom, which is ABA, which is applied behavioral analysis. So a lot of behavioral tasks. So seeing if he is able to meet those behavioral goals through more of an interpersonal approach. He is such, he's got such a musical brain in his head. So that's nice. Yeah, he's doing really well. We're having really, we're having a lot of fun. It's a co-treat with my supervisor. So it's improvisatory. We do jumping on a trampoline, things like that. So we'll see what happens. Great. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Whitney, your turn. Oh, well, I'm also doing a case study um, with a young boy with autism and we are doing something kind of similar in the way that um, I'm adding an improvisational element to adapted keyboard lessons. So we do about 10 minutes of improv, either just on the piano together or with instruments. I'll have them choose some instruments and, and you know, we'll do behavioral things and communication things like request things with an entire sentence, like I want right. the glockenspiel, please. Um, I don't make him say glockenspiel. Glockenspiel. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so we'll do that first, and then we'll do a keyboard lesson, and um, some of the data that I'm collecting is on his ability to match pitch, find pitches, find chords, um, and actually improvise himself over what I'm playing um, awesome. in a little melody. So we're measuring the amount of phrases that he'll improvise for. So that's pretty cool. It's been a good time. And I also get to observe him in our large choir group. Um, so I'm putting some of that into my case study as well. Awesome. Cool. So yeah, my week's been good. Uh, I'm disappointed because I don't get to see him this week, um, but also very excited because we are going to have that um, improvisation workshop. Oh yeah, tell us about on that. Thursday. Um, we're gonna. We've canceled our, all our sessions on Thursday, and we're going to 
pretty much um, hunker down with our supervisors and um, go over a whole bunch of improvisation styles and kind of hone our skills and uh, work together to figure out the best ways to to use different styles. We're going to be working in modes um, with Indian ragas, with some R&B and hip hop style, Latin, and some Latin Latin style, mm -hmm. which I am having some trouble with. But it's going to be fun. It's going to be great. Um, I just don't have the. What's the point of these days? In my fingers right now, but it's going to be cool, and I'm excited about it. And we'll tell you guys more about it later. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what we would like to do before our interview, we would like to read to you a few of the emails and messages we have gotten from we wonderful love listeners like you. We love them so much, but for a while we weren't getting any, and then we checked and we had two emails. So exciting. Um, that we had not seen for a long time. Sorry, guys. It's okay. So our first email from a listener... Um, she said, hi, Whitney and Sarah, just wanted to say that I listened to your newest podcast episode and really liked it. I especially liked when you guys talked about food. So basically the whole podcast and about being in a slump. <laughs> I'm at that point in my internship too, but like your suggestions for revitalizing my work for the remainder of the school year, I'll be utilizing some of these ideas for sure. Also, I came to your presentation at the Nazareth mini conference. I didn't start a podcast, but I did start a blog. Not about music therapy, but you guys gave me the push I needed to start one. So many thanks. That's really exciting. Thank you, Elizabeth. You rock. You were our first real email, and what a beautiful surprise that was for us. That's so nice. We'd love to hear about your blog. Mm -hmm. We totally follow it, even if it doesn't have to do with music therapy. Absolutely. Um, speaking of that podcast, which talked about revitalizing your work when you're in a slump, we have a message from another listener, our friend Noreen. We do, and I am going to find it right now. Here it is. All right. It says, hey, I just listened to your podcast. I really liked how Sarah said her looper can sound like cows. Yes, thank you, Noreen. Noreen really likes cows. She does. She's pretty great. And she has some advice for um, taking care of your slump. She says, maybe take a song that you have been listening to lately and add some part of it into a song you can use in the session. Such Even a if good it's idea. just a little intro or the chord progressions so is something that you just are familiar with and really enjoy. Right, like why stick to one framework just to stick yeah, to one if, framework? Like, stick to one framework that you might not even like. like right. It's something you enjoy. Mm -hmm. I like that. Um, her Teach. other suggestion is find something good that happened in your day. Even if it's something really tiny. Yes, Noreen. And write about it. There is always is just... gems in everything that happens. Yeah. I mean, some days are really bad, but there's always something, like, there's usually always something right. that you can be I had a session today where for. a boy for about 15 minutes just stood like a sprinkler and just, like, spit everywhere for mm. about 5 to 10 minutes. And, um, but while that was happening, there was another boy in his class who was matching pitch, which has never really happened. So, yeah. you know, yeah. find the roses. It's good stuff. Anyways. So, Noreen says that sometimes just being aware of your slump is uh, comforting or enough to just help you find your way out of it, mm -hmm. which is also great wisdom. Three great pieces of wisdom from Thank Noreen. you, Noreen. Thank you. And thank you for listening. Our last email is from Janice, and she asked if our podcast was on iTunes. She said that's the easiest way for her to keep up with new episodes. Janice, our podcast is not on iTunes, no. but we are working on it. We are. Um, 
Whitney and I will only be together for about two more months. So we'll release a few more podcasts, but we definitely agree that the easiest way to keep this up will be to put it on iTunes. So within the next month, look out for it. We'll let you know. And here is our interview. All right. We have some very special guests with us today. Tori Gotts and Bree Sanford from Nazareth College. First, tell us a little about, bit about yourselves and tell us where you're interning. Okay. Um, hi, I'm Bree. Um, let's see. Senior music therapy major. I'm a voice primary. Um, I love mac and cheese. And I am in, right, things that are important. Um, and I'm interning in New Jersey, starting in July. Very excited. New Jersey, New Jersey. It's exciting. I'm Tori, and... <laughs> Hi, Tori. <laughs> Hi. And I will be... I'm a music therapy major. I'll be interning in New Zealand. I love cats. Yeah, pretty much describes okay, my Okay, follow-up question. <laughs> Brie and Tori, what... Are your respective spirit animals? It's a nice question. Thank you. Um, this is awesome. This is uh, an interview. Jess, new girl. That's your spirit animal. Definitely my spirit. I animal. love it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, she's great. You have her eyes. If we're doing TV mm-hmm. shows, it could be any it's kind of thing. any kind of spirit animal spirit. you want. I think I'm a mix between a puppy and a cat. I would agree. A with golden that. retriever yeah. puppy. Oh, and totally! A cat. I see the golden retriever puppy. Mm-hmm. But I also see the cat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Okay, so this interview is a little bit unconventional. We've got a special method of interviewing you today, and that's a fortune teller. Sarah just took the fortune teller out of her I love that. (laughs) I am wearing a bathrobe. Okay, so this is a special fortune teller just for your interview. Um, You should put it near the mic so they can hear it. And there are eight questions total. You do have the option to steal one question from your pal and that's why you have your instruments so if you hear a question you're like man i want to answer that question you just you manipulate take that instrument manipulate it and take it okay. wait is it one yours steel? one steel one one only one singular singular steel that's all right, right. Cool. do you want to edit that sarah first one to answer this question correctly gets to go first what key is the french horn in f wow also saxophone uh, ooh. Uh, not B, B flat. flat. It was E flat. There it is. Uh, Tori goes uh, first. I'm <laughs> taking orchestration. <laughs> okay. Tori will be selecting from our fortune teller first. Um, let's do five because I like odd numbers. One, two, three, four, five. Pick an instrument. A fuche. A F U C H E. Pick an instrument. Um, kazoo. Zoom. Question number eight. Would you rather lead an entire session with a guitar that has two broken strings, a piano but you only have one hand and your other hand is a hook, or a ratchet? <laughs> Brings back memories. <laughs> For those of you not in the know, I once led a drum circle with a, a singular ratchet. It's beautiful. Um, it? I think I would do the guitar. Mm. With the two broken strings? Yes, and okay. my reasoning is just because I feel like it'd be easier to play the guitar with less strings. <laughs> okay. I can get down with that. Alright. Great choice. Okay, three. Here we go. Pick a number. Eight. Okay. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Pick an instrument. 
Gonna have to go with the harpsicle. Harpsicle. <clears throat> H-A-R-P-S-I-C-L-E. Pick an instrument. Cajon. Cajon. <laughs> All right, here's your question. What is one piece of advice you have for students beginning their internship search slash application process? Oh my god. One piece. Question. One oh, piece of advice. One piece. Mm-hmm. It's the biggest takeaway. <laughs> like if you had oh two gosh. minutes on the subway ride and someone was just like, just, I'm applying for my internship, tell me just one thing. What would you tell them? Um, oh, they just got no. off the train too late. They ran the wrong stop. Um, oh, they just got closed in the doors. <laughs> Following them to the emergency room. <laughs> so on the ambulance ride, you would tell them, um, "Go big or go home." That's what I would say. Can you tell us more about that? Sure. Um, go for those internships that you're not sure you can quite get, or that big one. Go for the dream one because you know what? You can apply, and y- you know, and it goes from there. Mm-hmm. And you just you'll regret it if you don't go after those dream internships. So just just do it. Go big or go home, go guys. Go just home. do it. You heard it here. Just you heard it here on this podcast from Bree Sanford. Go big or go home. I would agree. I applied to that internship in New Orleans, and even though I didn't hear back in time to accept my other internship that was waiting, if I hadn't applied there, I would have felt unsatisfied yeah so i would say at least have more than one option mm-hmm. yeah. oh yeah at yeah, least more definitely. than one because mm-hmm. then you feel like oh could i have done something else yeah mm-hmm. okay tori right. here we go tori eight Uno, dos, tres, cuatro, cinco, seis, siete, ocho. Ooh, multilingual pick an instrument trumpet trumpet t-r-u-m-p-e-t multilingual what did i oh harpsicle oh do you know that answer? Okay. What were some of your go-to snacks or meals throughout those stressful times in college? Um, well, you know, like yesterday when I was up till 2.30 a.m., I ordered three pizzas. Not all for myself, but I had about five slices. So pizza from Papa John's is very, it's very recommended. What's on this pizza? Uh, mushrooms. And uh, mushrooms, that's all I need. I put Did onions. Blue cheese? No. Okay. Garlic sauce. Okay, I feel that. All right, very good answer. Don't forget about these steals, guys. Yeah, I was, I, I was waiting, but that was a good question for Tori. I didn't <laughs> want to take it away from her. All right, guys. Here we go. Pick a number. Six. One, two, three, four, five, six. Pick a number. Okay. How do you spell kazoo? K A Z O O. K A Z O O. Pick another instrument. Clatterpillar. Clatterpillar it is. Yes. Okay, here's your question. How will your internship play into your current career goals? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we got to steal. We she stole it. Now. She stole it. <laughs> okay, so my internship is like up the alley of everything I was working towards. Like, my in, my uh, thesis was on cross-cultural music and healing. Like, I'm all about that community service. And so I'll be doing outreach services and outreach programs in That's New awesome. Zealand. So I'm really excited Perfect. of that. And then it's also Nordic Robins, which I didn't have a ta- like have a lot of chance to explore in college because I primarily were in structured sessions. 
but I think I'll really expand this. Really talk a little bit about Robbins. So, <laughs> No Robbins is basically an improvisational per, 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 can't talk. Sorry, improvisational approach in which <laughs> the music therapist um, uses themes and motives with the client bring up and really gets on the client's level and brings them up and helps them to intrinsically motivate themselves to reach their own goals okay. through the music. Originally developed by Nordoff and Robbins. Paul Nordoff. Paul, <laughs> Paul, Paul and Clive. Paul and Clive. Pretty cool guys. Later Carol. Carol yeah, in the Carol. picture. Oh, Wrote Carol. Great Things with Major Sevens and some nights. Oh, yes, I love Carol. Carol. Carol, wait, Carol. Carol Robbins. Yes. Yeah, you're right. Well, thanks, Tori. So since you stole the question, I'm just going to give it back to Brie so that she has another yes, chance. Yes, good idea. All right, Brie. Pick a number. Five. <clears throat> One, two, three, four, five. Pick an instrument. Does it say goat toenails? It yes. sure does. It does. Choose that one. <laughs> G-O-A-T-T-O-E-N-A-I-L-S. Pick another instrument. I gotta pick those goat toenails. Goat toes! I, I love the goat toes. <laughs> it's a daily double. It is a great instrument. instrument. If you're not so sure what the goat toes are, we haven't had it as an instrument of the week yet. Maybe we shall. We should. It's many small dried up goat toes from goats of Christmas past. <laughs> also, also known as the chachas. From yeah, goat, also known as the chachas. Sometimes, they use, sometimes they use nut shells. Cocoa shells. Cocoa shells. Yeah. Got question. All right, here's your question, Brie. What do you think is the most valuable thing you are taking away from Nazareth? Oh my gosh. Well, you're um, getting all these singular, like, give us yeah. one yeah. answer you know, questions. There are a million, yeah, there are a million things I'll take from Nazareth. Um, but one thing I really like about Naz is um, we have a new wellness and rehabilitation center. and You're going to take it with you. I, I'm literally going to physically so take put it in your building. Right, put it on my back, put some straps on. Um, no, but within the facility, there's a lot of um, opportunity for interdisciplinary practice and just for co-treats and things. Mm-hmm. Um, which is something very unique to Nazareth. And I had an experience co-treating with speech. Um, and it was really just an amazing experience. Such a good experience. And mm-hmm. I'm yep. very excited. I'm actually going to be co-treating with PT in my new, um, in my internship. So I'm just excited to have that, a little bit of that experience is heading into Absolutely. another co-treat. So yeah, that's, that's amazing. Yeah, I agree with that completely because we get to Mary Cariola and we already knew a lot about speech therapy. So much. And I knew a lot about physical therapy from one of my co-treats. Mm-hmm. And, and just in general how to work with a discipline that's not mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, and the other thing is learning how to co-treat um, really gets you into this mindset of learning how to share your discipline with others and not be mm-hmm. a little, you know standoffy and not yeah. say like, oh well this is better because and we like under- we use yeah. music yeah. as a tool right and we understand like the fact that they don't we they're why they don't aren't getting it and then why we aren't getting it and we're able to like really breach that communication right. barrier right. Mm-hmm. i have some great speech co-treats right now at mary cariola that oh, i actually yeah. have one with um with a speech therapist from nazareth and so does sarah mm-hmm. um and that's just so cool oh, to yeah. have two naz people working together co-treating I think it's just really nice. It is. Yes. It brings tears to my eyes. <laughs> Tori. Two. One. Two. Pick an instrument. I'm going to do the caterpillar. C-L-A-T-T-E-R-P-I-L-L-A-R. Ooh, boom racker. Boom. 
Boom to the whack. To the Tell earth. us a little bit about why you chose a liberal arts school over a conservatory. <laughs> she has to answer that question. So. You're not going to steal? I can't. This is all you, girl. Okay. So, I mean, I didn't really think about it when I, like, chose it. Or you can reword it to yeah. what were the advantages to being a liberal yeah, arts um, school. Yeah, I definitely realized the advantages because I think we've developed so many critical thinking skills mm-hmm. um, at Nazareth, which we wouldn't have received at a conservatory. And while, and I love the intermix between the liberal arts and musicality. Like, the musicality was stressed, but you're able to apply it in all different aspects. And even in all my classes, I was able to see how music would relate to that field. Like, mm-hmm. with religion, with... Um, with anatomy, with uh, with all those different courses that we have to take. Dinner's done. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, I I think everyone should have this liberal arts experience. I took a class titled liberal arts, and that was very powerful. And just learning about philosophies, which we need to develop our philosophy. So those foundational things that make us better human beings and make us interesting in life. And these people are really distracting, so you can also... We're not doing anything distracting. (laughs) We're listening attentively. I'm listening attentively. I was listening attentively. But yeah, that was it. Uh, The liberal arts are important and they rock. And just remember that while you're... Why... We develop these skills, and the reason why we're able to develop these skills and carry out these practices is contributed to aspects of liberal arts. You know, and everything isn't music all the time, as much as we like to think it is. It's so Preach, important yeah. to be mm-hmm. well-rounded. So just accept it and take your liberal arts. Yes, it's important. They're important. They are. It's not fun when you're up till one in the morning doing a lab report, but but it's important. Mm-hmm. Hmm, yeah. I have mixed opinions. <laughs> I do as well. Yeah. I think overall, I loved being at a liberal arts school um, because it does make you well-rounded and it makes you realize what your field is and what it's not, mm-hmm. but also how other fields inform your own field and mm-hmm. how you can inform other fields through the way you think. I think it's important that, I agree with all of what you just said, I think it's important that if you're going to have a liberal arts college that you need to make sure that every single liberal art is well well used and well taught even to people who aren't in the major exactly mm-hmm. and, and like the teachers understand it like sorry, religion courses in at nazareth on point and, yeah, but absolutely science classes science classes no. in the bottom of and, my and list. that's sad because like um like science is, is like one of the main like math and geometry building. and <laughs> <laughs> things that are important exactly and like i feel like i just wish that teachers would understand it and well, they expect us to write these huge papers at the end of our career that are talking about how all of our classes related to our study overall at Nazareth. But a lot of the classes, they probably couldn't even explain how that relates to right. our major. So I think there needs to be a wider variety of classes within those fields that can be related to yeah. different majors. I also would like to have been able to choose more things. Instead oh of my being God. told that I had to take anatomy. a music schedule and a heavy requirement schedule. And that I had to take this science lab, and I had to take other things that I didn't want to. But it's okay. I'm over it. Oh, Who's next? Cherish my PVC pipe. You are. I think it's you, Brie. Yeah. Are you ready? I'm so ready. Pick a number. Two. One, two. 
pick an instrument. The trumpet. T-R-U-M-P-E-T. Pick an instrument. Hmm. I think we took a flute. I think we did that. Did we? I don't think we did. I think you did it as a first. Oh, uh, okay. The very first. Uh, nope. Wait. Yep. Okay. You did not choose that yet. Um. Here we go. Here's your question. So, why did you choose your internship? Why did I choose my internship? Well, let's be real. It was the very first acceptance I had. <laughs> so we're being a little real about that, and we're definitely gonna say that. Good um, for you. Thank you for being honest. Yes. So just just being honest. Um, and second was timing. I was accepted. I had been interviewing and auditioning since October, and at this point it was January. Um, and I actually had one other interview that I did the day before I was accepted, um, but decided just to not go with it yeah. because of the timing. And what if I didn't get into this place that I was waiting for? Um, yeah. But every place that I auditioned at and interviewed at was... Something that was definitely near and dear to my heart. There was something at each facility that I really felt was important. And at this specific place that I'm going to, um, I want to work with adults with developmental and intellectual disabilities. So that was actually the only internship I auditioned at that um, specifically worked with that population and That's had co-treats and had the in-services mm -hmm. and things that I really looked for. So I was just very careful with the places I applied to, knowing that if I applied, if I got accepted there, I would take it. So right. I just made sure to do that when I auditioned to each one. So I'm very happy with my decision. So. We're so proud of both of you. Oh, oh, stop. I love you guys. You guys are doing big things. We're trying. <laughs> no, no need to run. You're doing big things. Look from New Zealand. Tori, New Zealand. New I, I have to get my visa first. Like, it just doesn't you feel real life yet. You're, That's you're, Okay. You should see people's reactions. She just casually mentions, oh, I'm going to New Zealand. And they're like, That's what? a thing. <laughs> That's like, a thing that you're doing, yeah. On that game, MASH, that people used to play. Do you remember in elementary yes. school? Yes. Yeah. Uh -huh. I used to say New Zealand as, like, a choice. <laughs> also because Rocket Power had a movie in New Zealand. Yeah, yes, Rocket, Rocket Power. Power. One of the Rocket Power, yes. Mm -hmm. They drive on the other side of the street. They have really cool stuff there. I'm really excited. There's some really nice seals yeah. I saw once. I'm going to Hobbit Town. Yes. They have a lot of sheep there. It was really funny. Um, someone asked me, I was just like, wait, people live in New Zealand? <laughs> yep. Do you live under a rock? <laughs> okay, so our last question, I believe, goes to Tori. It does. Unless and we're not going to use the fortune teller for it, so you'll see. Okay, maybe you can steal it. Um, how have your preferences changed over the course of your time in school in relationship to music therapy? Okay, um, I'm going to finish asking the question, but Brie has stolen this one. Um, for example, do you still want to work with the same population? Has your philosophy changed, et cetera, et cetera? I went through an entire life change. Um, Tell me I that. changed <laughs> an entire life change. Um, I started out and I was very, very anxious freshman who did not want to make friends. And I was very... Forced you on. <laughs> Tori forced me to be friends with her, guys. It was... Um, and I started out in very structured. I was very like, I'm a song-based music therapist and I only want to do songs and I only want to work with kids. And I had this huge thing. And then I had a practical placement where I had a Nordoff Robbins session, which completely turned my world around. Um, and now I hope to go on and do Nordoff Robbins work. But it's just crazy because it's the complete other end of the spectrum. And it was something that wasn't expected for me. 
Um, and I definitely think that my classmates felt the same way. And at the end of that one semester, they're like, you did a 360. Like, you're not even the same person mm. you were. Um, but I owe it all to Naz, really, for changing my life. They give us great experiences. They really oh. do. I really, I look back and I just, I just can't believe that one. We graduate in a week, so we're really Oh, we excited. walk Two in weeks. a week. Oh, but it feels like we're officially done. But it's going to feel good. Yeah. To graduate. Just, to walk oh. that stage, yeah. Mm-hmm. Just to look back and to see all the different experiences and all the meltdowns and every, every little hill and valley that it took yeah. to get through everything. And it's just, just amazing. It was worth it. It really was. Oh, guys. Oh. It's a, great way, so. it's a great way to wrap up our interview with that nice, positive, inspiring note. Thanks, guys. <laughs> thank you so much for being on our podcast. Yeah, of course. We enjoyed it. Here. Yeah, this is fun. Good luck in your internships. Like Hope you all do great things. We know you will. Thank you. See you You've just listened to an episode of the 5-7 Chord with Whitney and Sarah. Thanks for listening. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, feel free to email us at the7chordpodcast at gmail.com. Send us emails. We love getting emails. It's lots of fun. Have a great day. Bye. Yes, I do.